Oh, no. We're back. <laughs> We're continuing the conversation on compassion. I'm onto the shoes this time. I didn't see that in the last one. Thank you. That's amazing. Thank you. Looking wonderful. I appreciate <laughs> that. As we are, as always, making the yeah. effort. <laughs> um, for you, in fact. It's um, fun. It is. It's awesome. I like it. I love all the comments we're getting about us making the effort. Not with our looks, but making the effort, showing up yeah. and sharing these conversations. It's yeah. really awesome. If you've been part of the show, if you've been part of joining in, make sure you comment and share mm. what you're loving, what you're relating with, what you're... You never know who your comment might inspire. Mm. Somebody else around the world who might have mm. experienced a similar thing. So, I had someone comment to me the other day on the street saying, podcast number three, not so much, but podcast number four, that was... Uh, Thank you. It was awesome. <laughs> what was it about three that didn't do for you? Oh, I don't know, but I'm really. And then they were really excited about podcast number four and sharing That's me what awesome. it did. For, that was fantastic. That's wonderful. And I had another lady just next door who said, "I saw you on the street and didn't come up to you because they want to um, not respect your boundaries." Mm. But I got to tell you, I loved the last podcast. And I thought that's just really lovely. So always share your comments. It's wonderful. Yeah. And I love that our coaches use that language now. You yeah. Respect your, respect your boundaries. Yeah. <laughs> so we're here to continue the wonderful conversation that we started on compassion. And one of the topics that I'd love to dive deeper into with you is self-compassion. Mm. What it means to have compassion for yourself. Because I think often as soon as you say compassion, people think it's something that you got to bring for other people. Yep. True. Yeah. Good point. You know, you got to... So what, would, what does it mean for you to, what does self-compassion mean to you? What does it mean to be compassionate to ourselves? To see myself accurately and accept myself. Mm. And that's an always unfolding journey. Every time I think I'm getting to know myself, and then a year later I look back, I knew nothing. <laughs> I feel like, I, do you, you've never watched the Game of, Game of Thrones, have you? Oh, I have. You have? I have. I actually, I really love Game of Thrones. We're always self-compassion. There's a link where where the wonderful warrior says, "You know nothing, Jon Snow." (laughs) That's one of my favourite lines because every year when I think I'm getting a clue, and a year goes past, I realise you know nothing, Sharon. So because I thought, but it's all progress. Mm. So self-compassion is not being my strong suit. Mm. It's. Because I'm always, I strive so much and I want to grow so much and I want to learn yeah. so much. Um, pausing and even long enough to reflect, you, you're okay. Yeah. You're okay as you are. You're doing okay. Instead of striving for the next thing to be okay. Yeah. That's been a big part of my addiction for years. Mm. And I've been working for five years now on enjoying the pauses, yeah. the breaths, as much as the run, the sprint, and as much as the marathon. Yeah. And I'm doing much better at it, but it's still my schlick. This mm. this journey for me is mm. self-compassion is accepting me as I am in this moment and being really okay about it, mm. including all my flaws. But to, to say I accept myself, I've got to see myself accurately first. So yeah. to me, self-compassion isn't an arrival point. Mm. It's an ever unfolding moments of learning more about who I am Mm. and who I could be Mm. and how I'm showing up. And it's not as simple as have baths and light candles and (laughs) meditate, although there is science behind meditation, which I'll speak about in this podcast. Self-compassion is I'm doing great. Who I am today is okay. All of me is more than enough, more than and there are moments I can tune into for seconds at a time. Mm. 
Yeah. And then I'm on to the next thing. Yeah. I'm cracking the next book. I'm studying the next course. I'm, as you know, I'm rolling in the next book. I'm just, yeah. I'm doing okay. So you know that I'm studying and I shared with you how I'm really struggling with some of the people really aren't my thing. They're yeah. quite bureaucratic and shut down and not really big on expressiveness. And I struggle in that space. You might be a little bit expressive. Yeah, a little bit. So I struggle <laughs> in that space. And so I, I know I spoke with you and a couple of people like, I'm really feeling this. And I think you said, it's okay to feel that way, SP. Mm. Just feel that. I was like, oh, that's right. I don't have to change or turn into a pretzel yeah. to be accepted. It's a, no, you're, you're not going to fit in with people who want you to button down mm. and tone it down. Mm. It's never going to be your thing. Mm. And so it's, though it's accepting that self-talk. Yeah. It's accepting that message. Actually, that's not going to work for you and that's okay. Yeah. That's also self-compassion. So it's not just bath salts and candles and yeah. mood lighting, <laughs> which people call self-care. It's a much deeper reflection within ourselves. Yeah. Am I showing up in this moment taking care of me? You know, people pleasers, this is for you. <laughs> <laughs> Recovering people pleaser. Yeah. You know, people pleasing is suppressing me, expressing what I need in this moment. Self-compassion is not just feeling it, noticing it. So yeah. feeling it, noticing I feel it, yeah. acknowledging I feel it, expressing I feel it. Mm. And then the ultimate, having that acknowledged appropriately yeah. and compassionately yeah. that's self-compassion mm. so it's not candles and flowers it's it's a deeper it's all of this yeah. yeah in this moment when we're having this conversation i mean this conversation yeah. we're talking about something personal and private am i showing up right now acknowledging am i feeling what i'm feeling can i acknowledge what i'm can i can i feel it yeah can i acknowledge it can i validate it yeah and can i really tune into it Am I okay with it? Yeah, I'm okay feeling what I'm feeling right now. I'm feeling triggered right now. I'm feeling uncomfortable right now. Can I express it? Yeah. And then is the person able to be the recipient of that mm. as the truth it is? Mm. So self-compassion is probably measured, icky word, by how people allow you to express and can reflect it back to you accurately and respectfully and appropriately and yeah. fully yeah not just the bits and aspects they're comfortable, no, they're comfortable with. with but all different aspects of it yeah i love to so because as a recovering suppressor hmm. what if about some takes one to know one yeah because <laughs> the first step <laughs> is to because but we did really well like let's acknowledge we, yes. We did really well. We're very successful very suppressors. Very successful suppressor. Very, very. We nailed it. We nailed it. We nailed any, it. Any fellow successful <laughs> suppressor we did. who's listening to this, I love to hear from you. And we were very comfortable together with our suppression. Yes. So what would be the first step for someone who is so used to expressing their emotion to... To not to, expressing it or expressing it? So, so used to suppressing their emotion mm. to even begin to identify oh, I can do this. what they're feeling. I can and remember the first time. Yeah. yeah, I get this. My very first, ex so I, I've had feelings all my life, everybody has. Yes. To consciously tune into it for the purposes yeah. of self-compassion, that's a whole different conversation. Mm. Because we can reactively just feel what we feel and say that's self-compassion. Yeah. No, 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 no. So 
you and I were always having feelings. We were just suppressing them yeah, or not sure. worrying about it, yeah. not think about it, get busy doing something else, yeah. whatever, dismiss it, mm. think other things are more important. Yes. Well, that's and not self... And very good at it. Somebody and that's not self-compassion, but there's a time and a place for that. Mm. Like when I'm in business and I'm yes. doing a strategy meeting, I'm all good having yes. access to that. Yeah. There's a time and a place unless yeah. just, I'm just good with the numbers. Yeah. There's time and place. I think there's a whole conversation we have as well in terms of yeah. balancing that. Yes. Tune into what and, yeah. and how. And also it's self-compassion component is that there's a time for feelings, there's a time for facts, and I can access both as easily. Mm. But how, your question is, how do you take that first step yeah. of tuning into it? So the first step is know the language of emotions. This is in the book, Ultimate You. Yes. So know the basic emotions. So it's mm. happiness, sadness, disappointment, resentment. Yes. I believe shame yeah. is also one that's generally not talked about. Mm. Just basic emotions, joy, mm. sadness. Mm. They're, they're the basic emotions. Just yeah. know the language for that. Yeah. One thing I love about that list is literally as you read through that and... and unpack it there'll be ones that will you relate with and you feel comfortable with and there'll be ones that immediately you'll feel yeah. like plenty of people relate to anger mm. which is a basic emotion mm. um people pleasers will relate to happiness yeah scratch the surface and you, they won't go to anger mm. that's generalizing some do but there, there's some there's going to be comfort levels yeah anger is a way to translate sadness into something powerful that's why a lot of guys mm. are very comfortable with anger but what they're really saying is I can translate fear or sadness into something that gives me power. Oh, wow. So what it's actually a secondary emotion. Yeah. So anger is really an expression of a boundary violation that we've violated within ourselves or someone's violated. So, but that's where people go comfortably. So how, how do you do it? The first thing is just get comfortable with the language of the basic emotions. Mm. Anger, sadness, disappointment, mm. joy, happiness, curiosity, Mm. Just name some basic ones. It could be within your repertoire. It could be a little bit out of focus. Mm. And then just ask yourself, step two, which of these do I play with and which do I just push away? I used to push yeah. away anger, sadness, and disappointment. Mm. I wasn't encouraged to have those emotions. Yeah. So I was never allowed to yell at the grown-ups or express anger. I was never allowed to be disappointed. Yeah. And sadness, I often got greedy with, that's not how you really feel, is it? Mm, I thought I did. Wow. I must be crazy, but yeah, I thought I did. Wow. So for many years, way into my 20s and 30s, I didn't think it was okay to feel those emotions. So I just got comfortable with which emotions. This is way back at like very first steps. Am I comfortable with happiness? Yeah. Everyone liked it when I was happy. Mm. Everyone liked it when I was strong. I think you can relate to this. Mm. Everyone liked it when I just got it on mm. and solved shit. Mm. Made everyone comfortable. Because I taught everyone around me to expect that from me. But for me to get sad, I literally had people in my life going, I'm not sure what to say now. So I literally had no, I had encouraged people into my life who had no ability to experience my sadness, wow. but had every expectation that I could experience theirs. Mm, wow. Because I set myself up to be the hero. This is similar to your experience. I, yeah. I literally could be with someone who could be sharing all this sadness and I would be amazing with them and supportive. The moment, and this isn't a judgment of them, it is feedback to me. Mm. The moment I experience sadness, the person would say, that's not how you really feel, is it? I'm surprised that you feel that way, or I don't know what really to say, or, huh, you'll be all right, this will pass, and it just, they'd flip it off. Yeah. And that's all I experienced, it's like, this is feedback to me. Yeah. 
This is feedback to me, Glenn, that I have attracted and taught the people in my life to not, never expect me to go to some shady emotions. And by shady, I don't mean bad. I just mean they tend to be locked away for me. Yeah. Some people have happiness as a shadier emotion is locked yeah. away. So my shadow self, when I brought it into the light, was not welcomed by people. And it was really tough for me. Mm-hmm. And that's the point a lot of people give up. Yeah. That's a lot. the point a lot that's of people true. just stop trying because... They've trained everybody around them to not accept their, insert your emotion here. And I think especially without this education and without knowing all these layers underneath it, they will come to the conclusion that that's just the way the world is. Yeah. And they wouldn't know how yes. to create it or how to change it. They wouldn't know that they've created it. Yeah. It's true. Mm. So many years when I went to go to express sadness and it got rejected, suppressed, denied, ignored, neglected, shamed, mm. I learned sad you can't be sad around people Mm. and i started realizing well hang on people can be sad around me am i the only freak i can't be the only freak and then i noticed somebody was sad with somebody else so i'm not the only freak Mm. but when i'm with that person who let that person be sad with them i couldn't be sad with them Mm. it's me and it's really easy to stop there and just go man this is too hard or not even get conscious about it and just go unconsciously just shut it down exactly it could be just another thing that we shut down and don't think about i can be busy Mm. i can get on with being successful on the outside i don't have to deal with that that's hard Mm. it's way easier to build businesses than it is to do this i I speak from experience yes way easier this this is so i kept hitting the pause button i think people can relate to that (sighs) i can't be bothered i just keep getting hurt you know why keep opening myself to hurt after hurt after hurt when if my sadness won't be received well and beautifully and gracefully, anything less than that, I'm going to be feeling shamed in my sadness because mm. it's not being fully witnessed and fully mirrored back. I didn't know all this language then, yes. but that's what's going on. Even unconsciously, all of this is just in a flash in our neural pathways and we just shut yes. it down. Yeah. We link it with shame. It's why all the basic emotions generally are linked with shame until they're not. Mm. So the next step towards this is there's a level here of suck it up. It's really tough and it would be easy to tortoise the shit out of this and pull your head right back in and just like ignore it and go into your cave and... I love that expression. Tortoise it. Tortoise the shit out of it. Oh my God, yeah. I did that. It's so easier. Because then you've got to face, do I change, how do I change the nature of my relationships with people around me? Mm. It's huge. Mm. And some people don't want to. Yeah, it's a scary thing. And some people aren't capable of it. Yeah. And then what do you do with the people who aren't capable of it? Mm. What do you do about it? Do you just play half of you with them so they're comfortable? Mm. There's all of these things to think about. But if you're really on the pathway to self-compassion, you've got to push through this yeah. and start realising there are people who can catch yeah. and, and, and can receive and, and can treasure it mm. and are okay. Mm. Now, for me... Um, I have a friend who I've had for many years and I had, a, I had a trauma happen 
And I was just on the phone with her. I was just going to chat with her. And I found myself just bawling my eyes out. I hadn't planned it. It's not like everyone's going to do this. But I just was bawling my eyes out. And she was so gentle about it and so understanding. And it was the first time I'd ever had someone fully receive, fully receive my sadness yeah. without judgment. And didn't shut me down. In fact, encouraged me to feel everything I felt. And I was just sobbing and sobbing and sobbing. And in the back of my mind, the periphery of my brain was, I haven't had this before. Yeah. I, I'm, this is okay to have. Mm. It's okay for me to receive this. And that was the beginning of my self-care and self-compassion. Yeah. That I, someone can receive fully my stuff mm. and not make it about them. Mm. Mm. That's self-compassion, Glam. Yeah. Do you think you attracted that person to your life because they'd always been there? No, they'd always yeah. been there. Yeah. I'd always been strong for them, and then one day, oh. I'd never given them the gift. Yeah. They were ready. I just didn't know our relationship got redefined that day, and now it's so yeah. like literally. I, I've had a tough time last week with stuff going on, and she, she texts me, "How's it going?" And I said, "Train wreck. <laughs> it's a." Fucking train wreck. I said, I appreciate you asking me every day and every day it's getting worse. Like it's really a train wreck. And the emotional mess that was going on is train wreck. And she goes, well, we're going to speak on the phone and you're going to vent and then I'm going to insist you vent some more. Yeah. And then you're just going to let it, all, let it all out and I'm here to hear it all. And that was always available to me because she's yeah. been in my life since way before then. Yeah. But I never knew that yeah. was available. That became available. That aspect of my friend became available when I yes. tuned into my sh the emotions I'd been hiding. Yeah. So we've got to get the language of emotions, yeah. figure out which ones we're hiding, shunting away, suppressing. Mm. Realize to be a whole person, we've got to get friendly with all of our emotions. Oh, all of them. All of them. No exceptions. No exceptions. Yeah. There's no small print. There's no footnote. Asterisk. There's no asterisk. <laughs> There's none. There's no appendix at the back saying yeah. only when. Just mm -hmm. all of them. Mm -hmm. Got to get friendly with all our emotions and then we've got to love getting friendly. So before, at the beginning it's necessity and then it becomes you've got to fall in love with all of our emotions. Mm -hmm. Self-compassion begins. You ask what's the first step? That's the first step. So what I did um, was very rudimentary, but really effective for me. So I was very unfamiliar with this. My husband and I went traveling, as you know, for six weeks overseas. Yes. And I decided this is it. I'm going to learn how to have an emotion in front of someone, not suppress it, be comfortable with it. And my head's exploding as I'm having this conversation with myself. I could imagine. Yes. <laughs> and I'm going to keep doing it until I'm really friendly with my emotions mm. and I'm friendly with the idea of other people being friendly with my emotions. Mm. It's, huge. it's huge. It's huge. And that's where the whole mirroring exercise came yeah. from. So everything I wrote in the book is what I did. Exercise. It's one of those transform, like it's literally one of the transformational moments for our quest members who, mm, are, who are going it to is. doing this. That find that mirroring partner, and who sees them without who shame. Sees them. Yeah. Who doesn't shame them as they're feeling? Doesn't try and make it right. Doesn't try and fix it. Doesn't try and make them suppress it. But goes in there. So I literally, I didn't know how to do it. Like I really, really didn't know how to do it. So I sat there with 
uh, a page on um, a couple of examples of what happened in my childhood where I had yeah. felt my emotions had been suppressed. Whether or not they had or not isn't the point. My yeah. perception was yeah. it had been suppressed. And it was probably anger. I can't really remember the first time. Yeah. And nervously, wringing of hands, gnashing of teeth, probably a little bit of alcohol. No. <laughs> I shared with my husband for the very first time. Mm. I explained, I'm going to share with you something that I've been suppressing, that where I believe, I perceive, whether or not it's accurate, doesn't matter, and emotion was suppressed. Mm. What I need from you, and I literally gave him what to bring. Because mm. your mirroring partner, for the, when you start doing it, yes. has to be the parent you'd wished you had yeah. when the first event happened until you yeah. can parent yourself the way you wished you had. Yeah. So I'm going to need you to be open, curious, present, not try and fix it, not make it about you mm. and maintain eye contact and positivity. Mm. Not rah, mm. just no judgment the whole time. Yeah. Let's do a practice run. We did a practice run, mm. and I think it was about three times. You know, a couple of times he changed the subject. No, I'm not feeling validated. No, no, and there's me being completely petulant. I'm not being validated. <laughs> Do it again. Yeah. No, you made it about you. Do it again. And then until we hit the spot, that's it. I felt then if that had happened mm. when it happened the first time, the way I imagined it happened, it doesn't yeah. even have to be a reality. Yeah, that's the same thing. That's not the point. It's not the point. Yeah. I could be making it up. Yes. The child made it up. Mm. Good enough. It's mm. gone into... Okay, that's it. If I had been validated that way, I'd be okay. Mm. Uh, that would be healed. Mm. Say it again. Mm. And then, okay, yeah. And then what you've got to do, and this is the important bit, it isn't just, okay, yeah, great, what's next? It's, can I accept this validation? Mm. Because the idea is to do it and, and aim to accept the validation. Because if you do it without accepting the validation, all you're doing is sucking up someone's time and space. Yeah. And getting yeah. attention. So I did it to feel, I feel, I feel, do you remember this, JP? I do. I feel, okay, I'm feeling, I feel like, yep, we're there, we're there. Okay, thank you. And I might cry or I might get a hug or whatever. Yeah. But I, f until I didn't feel shame expressing yeah. those shadier emotions. Yeah. And that's how I began. Yeah. And that was my journey to self-compassion. Mm -hmm. And now you can't shut that shit up. <laughs> <laughs> They're all out. They're all out every day. It's like, I'm, I'm good. I'm okay with them. Yeah. And that to me is self-compassion. I'm okay with all of me and I'm friendly with all my emotions and my needs. And we'll talk about it in another podcast. But the question is, what's the first steps? Yes. Get comfortable with the language. Yeah. Be real about which emotions you're yeah. into and, and out of. Like really, what are you not in touch with? Mm. Ask yourself, how friendly are you with all your emotions? Mm. And then you're going to take it on the road. Mm. You're going to get validated the way I just described. Have a look around. Mm. Are there people in your life who can show up for you with all your emotions, even the one you've been suppressing? If the answer is no, you need this exercise. Mm. Then get with someone. It can be someone, if you're an ultimate you quest, will become yeah. a mirroring partner for you. Yeah. We can hook you up. Yeah. Because that, that's what question I wanted to ask. Because I'm sure many people will be, especially women, I suppose, they might probably be wondering, well, I don't know if my husband can handle that. Yeah. Most people's would, I would say, their intimate partner can't. Yeah. So how do you find someone who could do that? How do you know that someone could be that for you? Well, you don't. 
Mm. You don't. And that's where the beauty of self-compassion comes in. We're going to risk ourselves, as I did, and maybe not have it received, Mm. but maybe have the chance that we're fighting for something. Like I said, it's way easier to have success on the outside than it is to risk ourselves Mm. and and have it not accepted or to perceive it as rejection. It's not rejection. It's that person hasn't done the journey we spoke about in the previous podcast. So they don't have their self-esteem, which means they don't have access to their own sense of resilience, which means they don't have access to the empathy and compassion required. Mm. It's not a rejection or a judgment of you. It's simply they don't know how to dive into that journey. That's okay. Most people don't. So we've got to be gentle with ourselves there. It's not candles and flowers. It's I need to be gentle even when this person isn't capable of receiving and then doing different people. And then I was really surprised after that, pretty well everyone I took it to could handle it and probably always had, but because I'd been hiding it, we did that. Yeah. We've never spoken about that. We did that with each other. Mm. We just suddenly started diving into real. Yeah. And we handled and it. relationship changed. And we've never talked about it, but it's yeah. at, like, bring it on. And I know you feel yeah. about me, bring it on. Yes. I, and that was the shift in gear. And I just found everywhere I went, everyone was okay with it. And I'm like, has it always been like this? <laughs> now, not everyone. There's two people in my life mm. who are not okay. And that's okay. They don't get to... Yeah hear it to ever receive it because I'm not going to be foolish with my own self-compassion. Self-compassion is healthy boundaries. I know when I shouldn't share, mostly. And I know who can't handle my needs. Mm. And then self-compassion is, I know someone can and they're not showing up to, I'm going to insist. Yes. So, no, that's not okay. I won't won't have this part of me suppressed, denied, ignored or neglected. This Mm. is significant to me and who we are. Mm. And then it's like, man, we're, we're gonna do this. Yeah. So it's all shades of that. But in the beginning, it's just begin with the language yeah. and be honest and accurate about what you're hiding and what you was discouraged for you as a child, what was encouraged, yeah. what you're allowed to, what you give yourself permission to, what you shame. Mm. Then notice in your relationships, it'll play out that way. Those emotions will be present that you're comfortable with and the ones that you're not, mm. the people around you won't welcome them. Mm. Then find someone who can mirror. Just yeah. try everyone you know. Yeah. Like clearly not the person who's been mean and cruel and disrespectful, yeah. but people who yeah. you've got maybe a medium relationship of intimacy yeah. with, some level of honesty. Yeah. And I think if the person doesn't want to do it alone, the ultimate you quest community is just... Yeah. Yeah, of course. Ultimately, you said you need the mirroring partner. Yeah. Because the idea, self-compassion, I believe the stepping stone to self-compassion is having someone mirror us, or several people, if we're fortunate, in such a way that that's how we would have wanted to have been seen the first time yeah. that emotion got suppressed. Yeah. So instead of being suppressed, it's celebrated. Mm. So as a child, I would have liked to have heard, you're angry right now. Yeah. You have every right to be angry. Yeah. You should express it all you can. Mm-hmm. And I'm right here and I'm supporting you and it's okay to feel that. Mm-hmm. I never heard those words. Mm-hmm. My rearing partner did that for me. So, wow, it is okay to feel that. Now, I got validated on that until I could validate myself. Mm-hmm. So I had to hear it 
Mm. I don't know, what, 20 times, GP? 30 times? I think probably all of 20, 30. All of 20, more. It was probably all more. Mm. Until I now don't need any of that healing mm. from my past because now I can validate myself. So if I recall an event, it's like, that was yeah. kind of shitty. Yeah. I can comfort myself because I'm comfortable and friendly with my emotions. Yeah. That's so important, actually. The, the fact that you, because I think, when people hear self-compassion, sometimes people can think that they have to do it alone and that it's got to start with themselves. But it, you know, it's okay. And if, if anything, it's important for you to maybe hear that from someone else. I think, it's, imp I think it's vital. Yeah. Shame loves shadows. Mm. So the emotions we're not comfortable with, mm. we feel shame. We feel rejection or how can, how's, we feel a need to hide it. These are all variants mm. of shame. So when we felt that emotion as a child, it was shamed. Might not have been literally shamed, but it could have been mocked, judged, rejected, ignored, neglected, mm. shunted aside, or made insignificant or mm. silly. Six or seven different ways mm. it's shamed. Mm. Then in adulthood, our unconsciousness is still playing out the same yeah. thing. That emotion is required for this moment of intimacy, mm. but I link shame to that emotion. Mm. I won't be able to show up in, in this intimate moment because I'm feeling shame right now. It's going to be all about me. Yeah. So we need that person so we can play out that unconscious pattern in a safe way where it's all about us. Yeah. And here's the thing, you never reverse the role. If you're my mirroring partner, I don't then turn into yours mm. because we need to learn the unconditional acceptance of it's all about you okay. as you feel yeah. that yucky yeah. read emotion you're not friendly with emotion. Because yeah. the point isn't for it to be a, a trade. Nope. It's... It's unconditional, it's there. And I discourage thank yous. Yeah. And overexpressions of gratitude because people pleasers will get into this mm -hmm. where they have a mirroring part. Oh my God, thank you so much. I hope I'm not wasting your time. Oh my God, am I being a bother? Is this okay? We've been going for so, no. Mm. It's yeah, it just, responses are about how you're handling it, not reassuring them, the mirroring partner to be handling it. That's really key. Wow. Because the people pleasers amongst us and there's stacks of them are going to want to please the person who's being a mirror but not want to be a bother. Yeah. Well, that's not how it works. Well, you're not sure being okay. You're not being a bother. Mm. Have your messy emotion. Splash it all over the room. What a gift. And have that other person not need any reassurance. Mm. And then you learn people can handle all of me. And that's it. That's the pathway. That's amazing. That's it. That's the path to self-compassion. It is phenomenal and worth it and mm. a joy and important and yeah. significant. And it's phenomenal how relationships change around us when we yeah. tune in and become really in love with all of our emotions. Wonderful. Thank, thank you. you so much, SP. That, that, was, that was, it was incredible. It was. Thank you. Oh, I trust you've loved that conversation. And I trust we'll get to hopefully celebrate you somewhere down the track as you explore more of you and explore your emotions and maybe have that moment when it gets validated and you know if you're already an ultimate you quest or if you're joining us in that community we look forward to sharing that journey with you it's incredible let's do a podcast coming up on taking compassion on the road yeah i How love that take compassion on the road compassion on the road brilliant i look forward to that that'd be great thank you 
I trust you got value from this podcast. We had so much fun and delighted in bringing it to you and for you and for your loved ones. If you haven't yet, your subscription would be absolutely fantastic. Your subscription and your feedback means that we get to rate higher. If we get to rank higher, more people get to hear this message. You can also help out if you'd love to. Once you subscribe by sharing this podcast with someone who you believe this message may resonate with and create a discussion around it. Just enjoy it and interact with it however you choose. But most importantly, we'd love your subscription. See you the next episode.